Hi, Lauren. Hi, Sam. Are you ready to talk about Love Song? I am, because after all, we We are are the the Watchers of Movies. Hello. 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 Okay. (laughs) That's We're all done. I can think of. Good, We're done. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. End of recording. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're back again with a brand new episode, y'all. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Y'all. <laughs> oh, no. What? Am I Southern? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I try, but you know, <laughs> just. You can be Southern in your heart all you want, but if you are not actually Southern, then you ain't actually Southern. You know what I'm saying? That's really deep. That's a bumper sticker. Thank you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it somewhere in a car. I was like, what? I got to steal that for real life? <laughs> real life? <laughs> Death Lena? and life <laughs> right Lena? next door to each other. Isn't oh, it weird man. how people from the South are like so proud of being from the South? <laughs> <laughs> Although I feel like people from Michigan are also very proud of being from Michigan, you know? Yeah, the, I saw this joke list once years ago and it was like like eighteen the 18 greatest things about your state. And it was super generic. It was like number eight, the sandwiches. Your state has crazy sandwiches. <laughs> Number seven, the weather. Your state has crazy weather. (laughs) That is true about Michigan. Some days it's like 80. You're eating it up. I'm eating it up. (laughs) I feel like every place in the world probably has wild weather, except for maybe Southern California. Yeah. Well, they have like earthquakes and stuff. Yeah, but that's not the weather. Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of um, natural disasters, I was watching this TikTok video, and this woman was recording and talking about landslides, and she like suddenly hears something, and she like stops. And she's like, oh, shit. She gets all her gear, and she's like running down the beach because there's a landslide. What? It was was, like insane, and she's like screaming like, um, no, like it was real because you saw it happening in the background. It's I'm dead serious. And she's like screaming, um, like like waving her hands because there's a uh, car driving up that like if they had been like 30 more seconds into the road, they would have gotten completely crushed. And uh, like the guy stopped and he's like, thank you so much. And she's like, no, I was literally like running down the beach screaming. It was scary. I think she probably filmed the landslide thing, but then she edited herself talking about landslides before she posted it. I mean, no, 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 no. It was, well, you don't actually ever see what she's talking about, except for she's holding her hand like at a, like a severe angle and going like saying something like this. And then she goes, oh shit. So you like don't actually hear what she's talking about. Yeah. I don't believe it. I mean, I believe that the landslide thing happened, but but I don't believe the convergence of her. I don't don't know. I don't know if she was actually talking about landslides, but that's what it sounded like she was talking about. That's what I'm saying. Oh, but it was really it was like scary. Scary. Landslides are scary. Yeah. And she like, like, there's one point where she pauses for a second and then she like hears a rumbling more and she's like, oh, shit, she starts running. And I was like. Oh my god! I can't believe how like how close that was to killing this woman. That's pretty scary. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I did watch some like YouTube videos about tornadoes recently. 
And those also seem scary. Yeah, they're really like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. big time. I remember one time, I think I told you about this, but I was like probably 15 and we were at a, it was a shoe store and there was like a tornado watch or tornado warning. And so like the sky was like really dark and everything and looking very ominous. And we always had to go into the back for like the like the tornado shelter. It'd only been a couple hours, but in my mind it had been like twelve. <laughs> so, you had to wait there for a couple hours? Yeah. Or maybe Jeez. Yeah, I think it was a couple hours. They don't last that long. No, but it might have been it might have only been like an hour. Okay. But it was but anyway, so it was like I was like, what time is it? And my mom's like, oh, it's five. And I was like, 5 a.m.? And she's like, no, we've only been here for an hour. And I was like... How old were you? Oh. I was like 15. No way. I don't know why, but in my mind, for some reason, we were there for like a really long time. Jeez, that sounds (laughs) like a long tornado. Must have been Night of the Twisters. Did you read that that book? Yeah. No. Oh, I did. Is that a book? It is a book? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? I Just wouldn't say that I read it if it wasn't. <laughs> no, yeah, it was a is a book that I read in like <laughs> middle school or junior high or something. Night of the Twisters. Yeah, it's a lot of Bill Paxton's and Helen Hunt's running there, around. The, there's a spoiler in the title. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. it's it was a. The titular character is the Twister <laughs> and all his friends. It's just misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think they made a like a. He's just a misunderstood Crappy twister. <laughs> made for TV movie about it too. Did he? Uh, which I never saw, but mm. um, but it, it wasn't Twister. No, it was not. It was <laughs> Night of the Twisters. Right? Yeah. Did you ever see? Did you ever see Twister? <laughs> Why are you closing your eyes slowly at me? Like well, one of the biggest blockbusters of our youth. No, I I've never, never saw seen it. Independence Day. Well, <laughs> I have seen Twister multiple times. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Bill Paxton, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, that's right. Helen Hunt. Love Philip Seymour Hoffman. I've always loved Helen Hunt. Yeah. I don't know why. I used to watch Mad About You. Did you? I loved it. Yeah. I never watched that show. I really liked What Women Want, the Mel Gibson movie. What? (laughs) That movie is... I do not like that movie. No, it's terrible. At all. It's bad. It's real bad. <laughs> it's, it's pretty sexist, actually. But I liked it when I was younger before I realized how bad it was. And I still probably like it, to be honest with you. I like how there's, like, the idea is, like, don't communicate with your partner. <laughs> he should just be able to read your mind. I know. And if he doesn't, he's an asshole. <laughs> That's the tagline for that movie. Well, like, and everyone is like, Either like like the men are like all super horny and the women are all like, I have to think about getting my nails done. Like they're like just caricatures of women. They're not like real people, you know, not like they have deep, complex, you know, emotionally like driven lives. Like they're just like, oh, no, my nail got chipped. And that's all I'm going to think about for the next five hours because I'm a woman and I don't have anything in my brain. There's something about mind reading that always bothers me because mind reading isn't mind reading would be so difficult because for every one thought you have there's probably like 15 layers of thoughts that led you to that thought that you're thinking at the same time that's leading it's like this constant nebulous web of thoughts yeah so reading thoughts would only be 
possible well it would be possible to hear all those thoughts but making sense of them would only be possible if the person if you said to the person I'm going to read your mind, so think about one thing. Right. And then you think about the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and it just becomes a mess. But <laughs> Is that from so, something? Is that a reference to something? It is. Is it a Ghostbuster reference? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so I don't think that reading minds would be easy in, at all. And I it bothers no. me. it bothers me how mind reading is portrayed, just because I think... I remember I was, like, really hung up on this as a kid. There was, a like, a show that was on tgif and it was it was short-lived <laughs> but one of the characters got the ability to read minds i don't remember what the show was called uh because it was so short so short-lived but he got the ability to read minds and the person whose mind he was reading figured out that he was reading minds so she tricked him so he would reveal that he was reading her mind and i remember raving about this to my mom who couldn't care like you know she was probably zoned out as soon as i started like she couldn't care less there and i was like eyes. i was like that doesn't make sense because he would hear her thinking that she was gonna trick him with her thoughts and it was it was bothering me and so ever since then i've realized that mind reading would be impossible yeah mind reading would be really hard and people have like people don't think on like a consistent train of thought you know what i mean like the, it's not like you have a destination and that is only going one place like your your thoughts are like because my mind and i'm doing it right now where like there's like oh this thought is coming in and then i think of this or something triggers that and you know what i mean so it's like a million things coming in at once i also probably likely have adhd so that doesn't make anything better you know so it's like it's just <laughs> like it's just this like inconsistent like what's going on in my head you know yeah i i don't i wouldn't want to read thoughts i think that's like a me neither like what if people are like Ugh, i hate this person and you're like i thought you loved me <laughs> you know? well i mean it would yeah i wouldn't want people to read my thoughts because i no. wouldn't want them to know like some of the time I'm probably not thinking the best thoughts, you know, so. Yeah, well, and also, what if you, like, read the thoughts of someone who's thinking something really disturbing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like some rando on the street, and you're like, wow, that person might be a serial killer, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, what if he's like, oh, oh. man, I can't wait to watch What Women Want again. <laughs> and I'll be like, stay away get away stay away <laughs> speaking of movies i wanted to talk to you about the movie it follows yes let's talk about it follows so i know you saw it a while ago mm-hmm. and mike recently watched it and i he, i saw it in theaters actually yeah and mike saw it because it's on netflix and he said he recommended it to me so i gave i watched it and um really creative really mm. good movie and i think that it's like it's spooky but not gory and it's weird and creepy and it makes you uncomfortable and it's well made and it kind of seems like they had a very tight budget but they really made the most of it and i just i i keep thinking about it and i think it's i'm it's so interesting and and weird and good and i would recommend it to anybody but it is good i've been thinking a lot about like how would you get away from it if it was following you and and i think and i've i think that it's really cool that they made it about young adults who don't have many materials to escape it because i was like 
well, you could maybe fly to Europe or maybe go to the moon right. or something. Like, you know, money, like, yeah, I yeah. Mean, but if you, you but they they can't do those things. They have to use the material. So I think that the movie expertly addresses pitfalls in that because you could easily be like, well, that's dumb. Why wouldn't you just go to like an, an a remote island where nobody is? Yeah. You know, well, but and these like, people live in like Metro Detroit, yeah. so it's like they're not like. Unless you're living in like Indian Village, which is like a really rich part of Detroit, you know. I mean, I'm sure there's other, there are other parts of it, but they were not. <laughs> you know, they, well, they live. You know, yeah. it was like a. I mean, it was a nice neighborhood, but it was certainly not a rich neighborhood by any means, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's not like she can like, oh, mummy, daddy, her mummy. I think she didn't have a dad. She's like, and you never even see the mom's face either. I don't think they ever show her face. I think she's in the hospital room after she gets in the accident sleeping. Oh, maybe. I don't, I, well, anyway, I mean, it's been a couple It's so years. brief. Yeah. I thought that was her mother. They don't really yeah. address it. They really don't, like, get in. It's more, like, focused on these teenagers and stuff like that. Um, there's an actor in it named Care Gilchrist. He's, like, the, the, the guy that liked her. And they oh, ended yeah, up together he's in an the atypical. End. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I like him a lot. Whenever I've seen him in anything, I'm like, oh, I like that actor. He was also in the show uh, The United States of Terra, which is with... Um, Tony Collette, t- yeah, Tony Collette and Brie Larson. That was like the first thing I ever oh, saw yeah. Brie Larson in, and I wow. was like, and I remember like the first time I ever saw her, and I was like, shit, she's really cool. And then she just kept getting stuff, and I was like, yes, you know, like I was like, I was like, she deserves to be famous because I really like her and I think she's great. Um, but anyway, uh, so like one thing that bothered me about that movie is they go to the water treatment plant in Detroit. I don't think there's a pool in the water treatment plant. <laughs> oh, I thought they went to like a university or something. No, they went said, to the water treatment said, plant. Remember where we first met? How would they meet at the water treatment plant? That's that that was the building they used. Really? Yeah, because I know that building and I've seen it millions of times and cuz I used to live there, you know. That's a water treatment plant. I swear it was like a, a like a university swimming pool it's or something. A, it's a water treatment plant. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they might have like made it not a water treatment plant for the movie. But, oh, okay. But so it is that is so the water that is the water treatment plant in Detroit. Okay, so they use the building. Yeah, they use for, the building, but or the, at least the exterior. The characters weren't actually going to the water treatment plant. Right, right. Yeah, oh, like they okay. use the building. They use the exterior, but okay. I don't think that. So, but like when I was watching that, I was like, "What are they doing there? That's the water treatment plant." Like I was like, "I know that because I've seen it a million times." You know, I passed by it so many times, and it's a beautiful building, but I don't think there's a swimming pool in the water treatment plant. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, so they, I think they use the exterior, but I definitely do not think that was the interior of it because no, it, it didn't. It yeah. looked like a like a pool. Yeah, it didn't look like a water treatment like, <laughs> pool. Yeah. Oh, and not that I know what water treatment plants look like on the interior, but you know. But yeah, you sure do know what they look like on the exterior. <laughs> well, I do know what the Detroit one looks like. <laughs> so it's like a big sure. old building with like columns. It's like this beautiful big old building. Yeah, oh, wow. they mm-hmm. must, it must be the director. Yeah, lived there or something, or did some location scouting and liked it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a pretty building, you know. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna look it up because now I'm like, yeah, what I if I'm wrong? Well. <laughs> that was a weird laugh. Yeah, this is it. Great Lakes Water Authority. Oh wow, I didn't. 
That was the building that they went to? In mm-hmm. my head, it looked different. Anyway, oh, so, the yeah, I, I remembered it looking slightly different than that building, but I've only seen the movie once, and I've never seen the water treatment plant. But anyway, yeah, it was a good movie, and I would recommend it. Yeah, it is a good movie. And I like, I really like the uh beach scene where you're like where they're relaxing and you think that the friend is just walking up and it turns out that it's that thing and it's like and no one else can see it either except for her so it's like see you're just like watching it you're like okay this is normal this is like you know it's a friend that's walking up the path to hang out it was normal it was walking very (laughs) deliberately like oh it was like i never i was not tricked by it oh you weren't okay because i totally was i I thought that was her behind you it's behind you look behind you it's behind because her friend was floating on a the friend that it looks like well, was no, floating on the on the water but in they didn't tube. show that until after it was revealed that it was like oh it, it just walked so deliberately <clears throat> that it, it didn't trick it's me creepy it is it's really creepy, creepy yeah and it, it's like especially creepy like when that that huge tall guy like breaks into her room. oh my god oh yeah that, that was guy so showed up a couple times <clears throat> yeah that was uh i was like nope nope <laughs> Get i really liked here. it i liked it when the kid was like there's a, a window broken in the kitchen but nothing is in there and you're like oh my gosh because i like how it can oh, affect yeah. the natural world but everybody can't see it but you right and it also is like you can pass it on sure but if you don't tell the other person what it is and it's just going to come back to you when it kills the other person right so it's just it's it's fascinating and it's really creepy and uh it really makes you think so yeah it's mm-hmm. i think like the best way to get away from this thing is to maybe be i don't know go to guam it's an island in well, the, middle of the, <laughs> the ocean there you the go. thing is so mike brought up a really good point because i was talking about it to him because i was reading an article because I was also thinking the same thing, like, why couldn't you just, like, fly to Spain or something? Because if it's walking, can it walk across, can it walk through the ocean or what would happen? It's a good question. And Mike said, well, you know, you don't really know too much about it because does it walk from the point you left it or does it inhabit somebody around your vicinity and it just takes a little bit of time to get to, like, inhabit or to start looking like somebody in your vicinity. So that's why you buy time if you travel. And then I was reading an article and the director was saying something like they wanted it to be lore that you didn't get all the answers. Like you only know what the guy who had it before her explained to her and he doesn't even have all the answers. So yeah, it could start walking from the point where you last saw it and just take, you know, six months to get to you if you went to like the tip of Nova Scotia or something or wherever. Right, right. Or... It could be like Mike said, where you can escape it for a couple days, but then it calibrates and sort of knows where you are and sort of just kind of shows up somewhere, maybe 10 miles from you and walks towards you, you know? So it's really cool and and really mysterious and really creepy, which I think I've already said, but um, it's it's good. good. It's definitely good. It's, Mm -hmm. It's like... And it's disturbing, too, like, how she's, like, passing it on to other people, like, when she gets on that boat with those guys. Well, the thing is, you don't know, you think that she gets on the boat, but you never see it. That's true. But she, to me, I think she did, because when she was driving home, she looked like she was disturbed. Yeah, yeah, she she was, like, like all wet, and she was kind of crying, and and she said to the kid, you know, it'll it'll be here sooner or later. So it implies, I think you're right, I yeah. agree, but you never, you don't know. But then it's like, 
giving it away just buys x amount of time you know right and it's unless like you're, you're, and you're like, also putting other people in danger yeah but unless also, you don't care about them then sure but mm, like i think though it plays also into the recklessness of youth because her two guy friends were totally willing to sleep with her even though they knew she had something that was pretty devastating and scary and awful right but they were like i think it plays on like the um when you're young you think nothing can go wrong yeah and you also aren't sure you quite believe that you could even get it because the first guy didn't think anything would happen right and you know and And then he had the bed yeah and i think that that's really interesting how people were still willing to sleep with her right even though they knew that something was wrong and she got it through sleeping with this other guy and unless you take the time to explain it like the guy who slept with her did it's just gonna hop back on you and I know it's so good because I I've spent so many days like thinking about how would you escape it could you escape it I know passing it on you would never be rid of it because you'd have to just make sure that it just keeps getting passed like you'd have like like, a sex chain or something you know yeah like what when like what kind of like life do you lead where you're constantly paranoid that like am I seeing a person who's walking down the street or is that it? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, and you don't know because they'll do, they'll look at like, they'll look like whatever they can do to get close to you. And obviously there's like some different creepier iterations, like the really super tall dude or um, like the woman that peed herself in the kitchen. That mm-hmm. was creepy. Yeah. But it, it was, it's just you like do you get close to people do you live a life of solitude like what do you do you know yeah. like do you fight it do you well, it's obviously it didn't seem to super work. strong yeah, yeah. and oh, then, I, yeah i liked how it like sort of threw her friend across the beach when he tried to hit it with the chair yeah and that well and then the girl in the beginning you see like she had like her leg was broken yeah. the wrong way like holy yeah. shit like not that it's uh, breaking the is the right way but you get when i moved yeah yeah the beginning was so cool because it because something i'm quite a big chicken when it comes to scary movies so um i don't like seeing the monster very much and i I don't like weird reveals where it's like through a mirror or through a window or it suddenly shows them and so i was like on edge at the beginning the whole time and she and i like that because we are not in her eyes the the girl at the beginning we're in the next girl's eyes so we can see it but the girl at the beginning we can't so it just looks like she's running from nothing and it's so good yeah yeah she's like she's like i like talking on the phone to her parents and she's like i'm so sorry i love you so you're like is she gonna kill herself like what's going on you like you think she's gonna like commit suicide on this beach or whatever yeah and and then it shows like the light it shows her looking at her car and you don't see anything and you're like, well, what? What is she? Why is she saying goodbye to her parents? You know, and it's just so cool. I like the ending. Uh, well, so do you think that they killed it, or do you think that it's still around? I uh, I don't think that they killed it. You don't? No, because she gave it to her friend, or she slept with her friend after that, and. Mike said, said, and I and I see what he means. Where it seemed like her friend might have slept with a prostitute because oh. he was driving by and he made like eye contact with a prostitute, prolonged oh, eye I contact. Never, I never noticed that. And then the two of them were walking together down the road, and there was a blurred figure behind, way behind yeah. them. But you don't know. I mean, it could just be somebody walking, or right. it could just be it. And so uh, I don't think <clears throat> that they got they got rid of it. I think it just you know they maybe slowed it down or something. Man, that's crazy. 
Yeah. It's a good movie. Anyway, though. I just wanted to talk about it because it's 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 a real thinker. I'm glad that you saw it. Yeah. I'm glad that you liked it too. I usually I don't usually just like sight unseen or you know, I'm not not usually gravitating towards scary movies. So when people say like it's not gory or it's not this, that kind of gives me more of a pause to be like, okay, I'll watch it. You know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there's definitely um there's definitely some movies that I've seen where I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, nope. And that, you know, yeah. or there'll be movies that I've seen where I'm like, listen, I just watched this movie and I need to talk about it, but I would not recommend it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was good. It was really creative. It's, it is creative. Yeah. I agree. Um, I like, I, I just, I, I like in the beginning too when she's like going on a date with a guy and he's like, and he's frozen and he's staring at this one spot and she's like, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? And he's like, we have to go. We have to go right now. And so you're like, what? What a weirdo. Why did he flip out about nothing? It's so tight and so succinct. I think it's so creative because they're playing just this innocent game. Right. And he says, that girl in the yellow dress. And she's like, I don't see a girl in the yellow dress. And he's like, she's standing right over oh, there. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, that was creepy. And yeah. uh, it's just that so goosebumps. good because that, you don't, you still don't know what it is. Right. Like what's right. going on. Right. It's, I now know. that we've spoiled it for people. <laughs> well, it's watch been it. out for a couple of years. Go I see don't it. feel too no, bad. No, it's on Netflix. So watch um, it. I have to say one more thing. The guy that she slept with that gave it to her, did he look like Rob Thomas from Matchbox 22? Oh my gosh. Yes. Holy crap. He did. The entire time I was like, that guy looks just like a young Rob Thomas. I was like, it's like he never walked out of the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Wow, that's funny. funny. I know. That's good. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if I've seen anything new, but I don't think that I have. I did buy a bigger splash, so that's oh, nice. exciting. I have yeah. it over there. It's I have still not watched it. Um because it's one of those things where I like leave it on my counter and then I like forget that it's there for like months and then I'm like, Oh, I should watch this. <laughs> yeah. Well that's the nice part about owning it. You can just watch it whenever you want. Exactly. Um but yeah. So you wanna talk about the movie? Lauren, I need to know because I have thoughts. <laughs> I need you to tell me what you thought of the movie. Okay. okay. And then I'll tell you why I need I needed to know so bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um I I I liked it, but there's uh, there's kind of a lot of caveats. I I felt like the relationship between the two women wasn't enough and wasn't long enough and I really wanted more of that and it was such a short movie that I think they could have included at least 20 more minutes of like in like interactions between them or relationship between them building. And it just like, like, and that's, I really wanted that. And, and that's, I think what stops me from saying that I really, really liked it. It's like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. Do I ever care about watching it again? Not really, you know? So I thought you hated it. Because <laughs> I had a feeling. I'll tell you. And I, I've sent Mike multiple messages. Because yesterday, because Thursday night, Mike, I watched it with Mike. And you said you were going to watch it Thursday night. And you didn't say one word about it. So that's <laughs> clue number one. Because I'm like, she never doesn't say something unless she hates the movie and then on friday i said <laughs> i know i you- kind of did that intentionally like i didn't i didn't like well i just didn't have like really strong feelings towards it so i i was like eh, 
I, I'm like, I don't really feel like expressing either way, like how if I liked it or disliked it, you know, like I was a little indifferent, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But um, I know I had a feeling that you well, thought that I was going to hate it. Because Friday I texted you and that because I was like, I need to know if she's watched it because maybe she hasn't watched it yet. So I said, did you? And Well, I was with Mike on Thursday and I said, I don't think she liked the movie because she hasn't said anything. And then Friday, I said, did you watch the movie? And you're like, I did. And then you immediately texted about something totally unrelated. (laughs) And so I I said to Mike, I said on Friday, I think Lauren hated the movie. (laughs) And then last night I was telling Mike, I was like, I need to know what Lauren thought of the movie because she hated. So this movie was recommended to us by Isabella. Listener Isabella. Thank Thank you. you, Thank you, Isabella. And I said, she also hated demolition, which Isabella suggested, and Mike said Lauren's going to scare her away. And I know, <laughs> no. but anyway. I know. And I was thinking that too as I was watching the movie. I was like, I better like this movie because I did not <laughs> like the last one, and I'm going to feel really bad. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so I, you actually surprised me because I was expecting you to be like, I hated this movie just because of the lack of communication. Because I feel like. I'm much better at not talking about them than you are. Yes, you are. And usually (laughs) when you're this silent, you do not like the movie at all. I know. And so I'm, you know, I'm I'm actually a little bit surprised that you did like it even a little bit. So yeah, I, I, um, I, I, well, first of all, well, okay. Actually, I want to know what you think first. Oh, yes. So, um, I liked it. Okay. I also have some feelings about things that I did not like about it. Um, it's a rare two act movie, which I don't think I've ever seen before. Well, and it's like so short. It's like, it's so short and it's like for all of its like simplicity, it's actually quite deep with emotion. And I I, think so too. I really liked it as an exploration of loneliness and female friendship. But I think the real, the romantic aspect of it actually did not work for me. I didn't, I think they could have just cut out the romance. So it, there's two options. I think if they just totally cut out the romance and did the movie just as an exploration of female friendships and growing apart and one character being lonely and one having this full family life around her, or like marrying into this full life, you know, right. and one who doesn't speak up for herself and one who obviously does sort of advocate for herself and, and how this like, this person can be like a sister to you at one point in your life, but at another point, you know, you're, you're kind of like strangers almost and you have to get back just about friendship and about female friendship specifically and about that dynamic. I think it could have been very powerful, but I think the addition of romance weakened it for me because there wasn't enough of a reason for like, cause I have plenty of female friends that I, you know, I don't, I don't feel romantic feelings for any of my female right, friends, you know? Right. And, and so I either needed it to cut out the romance entirely, or I think the movie could have been good if they just, just built, like, give me a reason to believe in these two as lovers yes. more. Cause I yeah. didn't buy it necessarily. And it, I needed a little bit more of like why the why a romance would start between them and then i'd get on board with it so so either cut the romance out entirely or make it a little bit stronger not that not even like a ton stronger just strong enough to be believable but um otherwise i liked it because it's a very i just i think it really the loneliness aspect really resonated with me and i thought that that was a, a really interesting portrayal for sarah her name's sarah right yeah sarah and mindy yeah and she's elvis's granddaughter i know isn't that wild yeah, <laughs> yeah isn't that crazy, crazy? I, she yeah. is gorgeous i kept watching that movie well, and i she was had like hermione here in the beginning of the movie and i said to mike i just want to comb it i want to comb her hair but then 
second uh, half second half she she figured it out yeah, but, she, um, yeah, she had but she just has like this like really expressive eyes like a very i think she's very like they both did really yeah, yeah they did oh, really i good. think jenna malone's great listen I, jenna malone <clears throat> is a workhorse she's an unsung hero of hollywood she doesn't get the recognition she no, deserves I she's agree. been in so many movies and i feel like she is very very talented and she's like because i was thinking about how like there's judy greer levels of like oh hey i know her i love her but jenna malone is above that like she's yeah. not like that one girl from that one thing she's jenna malone and she's been in so many films but they're all or a lot of them are films that are just smaller right and so she doesn't get i don't think she gets the appreciation from uh like oscars golden globes she doesn't get the awards that she deserves i think because she chooses to make tighter films smaller. yeah she makes a lot of indie films i think yeah she's just like this i think she just deserves more accolades than she in my mind gets yeah. because she's if you're watching a movie with her in it you know you can sort of relax and at least rely on her right maybe the other right. the rest of the movie that might not be good the rest of the acting might not be good but you can count on her yeah i agree mm-hmm. um I so what I what I was gonna say is I I absolutely love a a lesbian romance <laughs> I really do I they tend to be more romantic they tend to be more tender they're softer sweeter I mean like heterosexual uh, relationships that are portrayed in movies can sometimes be a little bit rough or aggressive you know i'm not saying across the board i'm just saying in general um whereas in my experience a lesbian romance always makes me feel like kind of like safe and protected you know what i mean like i feel i i just it it makes me feel good and i love them and so this i really would have liked more of the romance because i felt like um, there was a couple things actually that that kind of like stuck with me where I was like, <laughs> like go into it more. And one of them was the the part where they were talking about having a threesome with that guy when they were in college. And um, Mindy's like, no, I didn't even really have a good time. I just wanted you there. And I was like, okay, so there's obviously been something between them since they were you know like a lot yeah well not a lot younger i think i think that they're like 24 in the beginning and then i think it's like 27 yeah because uh sarah was 21 when she had jesse so yeah so it was like okay so um they were in college when they were gonna have the threesome right right is what i sort of put together right right Yeah. yeah and it seems like sarah is maybe and I am not disparaging someone who who does this because I know that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like like insecurity with I think like sex and stuff that can be that can come up but that Sarah really strikes me as a type of person who's very insecure um, especially like she lets her husband kind of just roll right over her like 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 they had a threesome but she wasn't really into it you know it was like stuff like that it seems to me that sarah is just i mean it's obviously that she's like really in insecure in this relationship with with dean and um yeah so her husband um you know she's like why don't you ask your boss when you're gonna be done with work and he's like well i can't just go and ask him and i was like 
what yes you can your like your yeah. time off is just as valid as you like have it like and spending time with your family is just as valid as you getting paid and getting work done like and then she said that she only sees him like once a weekend every two months i was like how what like that's not a relationship that is not yeah. a relationship that is like a friendship like you know what my friend emily lives on the other side of the state and i see her about that often and i mean i sure i talk to her every day for the most part but it's like but we're not in a romantic relationship we're friends and i can't i just can't imagine like spending that much time away from your significant other like i always yeah. think about shit like that like people that have jobs where they're like in like a fishing boat or something and they're like away for months at a time like that would kill me if i couldn't see mm -hmm. my significant other like yeah. ev every week you know yeah i i think it's it's really sad because he obviously doesn't miss her oh no and no. um why would he because she's doing all the heavy lifting with the kid and he gets to just be living yeah. in a hotel room by himself so well and like the first like time they talk the first thing he says is has jesse eaten yet as if like and the way that he said it to me and i don't know if you got this vibe but the way he said it to me was like like sarah you're irresponsible and i don't trust you with our daughter even though he's not doing jack shit to be there for his kid like mm -hmm. he doesn't even care about seeing his kid you mm -hmm. know yeah. it's like but he was just so like like accusatory almost and then when she said all that stuff that jesse ate i was like i was expecting him to almost start being like well why did she eat that much like that's a lot for a kid and it's like I don't know, man. She was hungry. She was right. a little kid. Like, she yeah. didn't eat a lot of each I thing. I expected that, too, actually. Yeah. I expected him to do the same thing. Yeah. yeah, and then he just, like, immediately... Like, he barely spent any time talking to his kid. He didn't spend any time talking to his wife. And then he was just like, oh, I gotta go. And Well, he didn't even... He didn't really waste time... Like, he asked what she ate, and then he immediately was like, well, I'm going to be here longer. Yeah. So he, he didn't say about anything work. about, like, what did you have for breakfast, or how was your day? And then later, when she's sitting at that diner with Mindy, she was talking on the phone to her husband, and she hung up, and Mindy's like, you didn't tell him where you were? And she's like, he doesn't ask about me. And Ugh, that was so really sad. sad. Really, really sad. And, and yeah, I think it's pretty telling that she said, you know, maybe you could ask to spend more time, you know, to come home more. And he was like, no, I can't. Like you said... And it's like, no, you totally can. You can stick your neck out yeah. for your wife and your child. But yeah, like to me, that's just an excuse. Like, I'm just manipulating you and lying to you and gaslighting you and telling you that I can't do the things that I definitely can do because I don't want to spend time with you. you yeah, know? I think it's just it's just like, well, you know, everything's going fine for you at home. I don't need to be there. Yeah, like, but uh, it's like you don't want to. You don't want to spend time with your child. You don't like it. Just, that's your family, you know? Yeah. No, I get it. And it's like, yeah. if you don't like if, and I always say this, it's like, if you are not the type that n wants to get married or feels like you are going to be able to like maintain that kind of relationship with someone, then don't fucking get married. Don't have children. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's like, don't do these things because then if you can't be the father to the child or you can't be the husband to the wife or husband or whatever then you're just hurting people you know and and it's not fair to them and it's also just like just makes the person seem shitty and he's hardly ever in it and i don't know and he just seemed like he was 
it just it was all about him you know like and when she was talking about the sex stuff too it was all about him it wasn't what she wanted he wanted the threesome he wanted this he wanted that he's kinky or whatever and she's maybe not kinky or she's maybe not into it and it's it doesn't seem like it matters what sarah wants it only matters what he wants you know yeah it kind of i i really liked her story in regards to as i like i talked earlier about the loneliness and i thought the depth of the display of like being a spectator in your own life was really well done for her story and i re- i really liked that and part of it is she just like i think you're right she's insecure she doesn't yeah. speak up for herself and her only companion her only consistent companion is her daughter who's kind of an annoying toddler at the beginning but then it turns into like kind of a precocious nice little girl but that's not like you need you need friends you need a relationship you need people a family people in your life adults somebody that you love like a romance you know you need things like that in your life and and to because there's like a void and and um she's sort of walking through this world as kind of a ghost and and she's very quiet she doesn't there was a lot of subtext and um sometimes i thought the subtext was done really well and sometimes it was just so annoying (laughs) and like, like what they gazed at each other way too much. Like there was just too much gazing. Like, there so much gazing. There was a lot of that. I did notice, that. and, and they also noticed, bothered me. <laughs> there's a lot of um, of shots where they were just looking at the person's face, which I don't think was necessarily bad. But it's also like, but if you're taking too long to just focus on someone's face and you're not building up the relationship, then that's precious time that you were using when you could be developing those characters more, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I think overall the direction was pretty good, decent, actually. I thought the director was pretty good. Um, I liked their style. I've never seen anything else they've done because I looked them up. Um, what's her name? Like Song... So Young Kim. Oh, okay. Okay, so, uh, so she... I and good lord knows I appreciate a female director like you know because there's not a lot of them and there should be more you know um but uh she I like the way that she I I like her directed style and I would certainly watch more of her movies like this was not enough to like this wasn't like a you boil thing where I'm like oh my god I can't believe this guy's still making movies you know what I mean like what was that um what was that uh in the name of the king that we watched oh my gosh that movie was awful (laughs) i barely remember it oh my god that movie was so bad and we were both like yeah okay first of all interesting casting would have never cast any of those people because none of them look like they belong in the medieval times but whatever um but yeah like we were just like so Jeez, i forgot about that movie i have not do you know why because it's awful because it was really bad yeah but it was like fun to make fun of yeah while we were watching. Oh, sure. yeah 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 i don't know i um i think that like there was a lot of tight shots like close-up shots and those started sort of getting on my nerves i i agree the gazing was too much and so the subtext that i'm talking about that i really liked was in the second half of the movie when She's at the future mother-in-law's house chopping. Wait, Sarah's. Sarah is chopping sweet potatoes at the future mother-in-law's house, and the the groom, the guy who Mindy is marrying, comes in. Leaf and Leaf. He comes in and and 
he's like oh yeah she's she's off doing girly things fun girly things and i was like but she didn't invite her best friend instead she relegated her best friend to pick up pick up her mother from the airport and her best friend has to do these like weird menial jobs with people she doesn't know but in a wedding like you you bring your girlfriends with you to do all these fun things but she wasn't included and so i i like that subtext about how there is a rift between them that happened on that road trip that they went on but then earlier in the movie there's just like these just prolonged extended periods of time of silence when i think on one hand having like communicating about emotional things romantic especially emotional things are is very hard to do and so they slept together they they had an evening we we don't see it they just the right. characters actually reveal to us that they had sex right um i actually was kind of like i wasn't sure if she like at first i wasn't really sure if she meant sex or not because you just see them lying together in a bed fully clothed and i was like so what they slept together in the same bed but then later as i was like okay i think she meant that they like had sex like Mm -hmm. it was which to me like they're like that was one of those things where I wasn't like quite on board with it just because there wasn't a lot of like romance between them other than the part where she's like kissing her cheek and then they kiss like right after she throws up too, which (laughs) I was was like, (laughs) I was disturbed by it, but Mike was also really disturbed by it. He said she doesn't have Listerine or something. I I said, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I know they didn't even need to do the puking. Um, Mike suggested that they had the puking to show how compassionate Mindy was, but they could have conveyed all of that without any puking. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, that. um, It's like, that um what's that song um say you won't let go by uh james arthur do you do you remember that when they played that every single moment and like it was like 2018 i think and i like every time i'd hear that song i would like rage out i'd be like i hate that song so much <laughs> it is like, pretty it's not, it's not romantic <laughs> it's not romantic and it's also like the guy's like she puked and i wanted to kiss her and i was like <laughs> And then he's like, the whole song is him going like, oh, we're going to live together. We're going to have kids and we're going to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so you hung out with this girl for two hours and now you're like, we're going to get married. We're going to take each other's names. <laughs> Those kind of songs are like, they're cash cow songs in my mind. Oh, when, whenever there's totally. a song like that, I think they just made it so people would use it for their wedding music for the next seven months. And they oh, get for sure. a big chunk of change and then it's going to fall off the radar. Like, yeah. Oh, so I wanted to say something about the threesome that she mentioned with okay. Mindy that sort of stuck out to me as well. So um, she told Mindy, Sarah told Mindy that she got nervous because she, you know, like she felt like guys liked Mindy more than Sarah. And that resonated with me as well because I've, I've been in not, <laughs> I've never like planned a threesome with a friend of mine, but I've been in situations with friends where I could tell that people were more interested in my friend than in me. I have too. And um and I think some of that, like looking back on my life, I can it some of it is just my friend was more confident than me. It wasn't that she was better or more appealing. It was just she put herself out there and I didn't. And I and I think that that is true for Sarah. Like Sarah Mindy. Well, well, Sarah just didn't put herself oh, out there. Okay, okay, I get you. And I think it's a really like I know that it's it's crappy wording because no woman who's been in this situation wants the like 
the 500th person to be like well you just got to put yourself out there like that's i've had that it's harder than it seems people have said that to me many many times over the course of my life and it it drives me nuts because it's like oh okay so i'm just i'm doing it all wrong but i do think that there is something to the fact that when it looks like people are gravitating towards other people and not you it's usually not because there's something wrong with you it's because you're blending in in the background and i know that i blended in multiple times in the background in situations like i can you know like i can i can just tell i know that that was me and it it wasn't because so i liked that because i think that's a real fear that maybe even men have in friendships too oh i for sure it's like oh "Oh, everyone's gravitating toward this guy friend of mine because he has xyz awesome things and i'm just nothing and so then the more you tell yourself that you're nothing the more you believe you're nothing and then you just act like nothing right and and so um i i thought that that was an interesting thing to put in it because I, i felt it felt believable to me it felt real to me like you know like what's the point of even trying because everybody likes mindy more and and so i that's why i wanted there to just be no romance because i I think that they could have explored sarah's story and their friendship so much deeper without muddying the waters with with the romance and i didn't really feel like this was a lesbian romance and that's yeah one of the things that i had because i like i just like love stories like i like i really like heterosexual love stories and i've seen like lesbian love stories that i also really like i haven't seen very many of them so i can't say like well because there's not a lot of them there is a lot of sexual them, yeah. i mean i can't i can't say you know like i i don't have the reaction to them that you have just because i i, I don't have a problem with heterosexual romantic movies well and i'm uh, also queer and i like i identify as queer so well no i mean but i i've seen i just i'm just I'm not well, I suggesting think, that I don't like them. I'm just suggesting that I haven't seen very many of them. No, I well, what I'm what I'm saying is that I I might gravitate towards them more than you do. Sure, that could because be because I am yeah. a queer woman versus you know yeah. But I I think <clears throat> because like, I do have an attraction to women, so it's you know I mean it's so I don't know. Anyway, no, that was just, just my thinking. Well, I don't think that I just I don't I don't find heterosexual love stories to be like aggressive or rough like you suggested as opposed to like a lesbian love story or even like a gay men's love story i I think i like a well-told love story and i did not feel like this was a well-told love story i agree i i and mike even mentioned he said something that I, i thought was interesting where he said all it needed was like 30 seconds of dialogue when they're sitting at that table when they're young when they're like 24 for for one of them to say like oh i I, yeah i had a girlfriend in college briefly and the other one to be like oh i never knew that you know just right show me something and then or also like maybe imply a sexual history between you two not just like we almost had a threesome but like some sort of relationship that happened yeah between the two of them because i just didn't I didn't believe their love story as much as I think the film wanted me to. That I it, that's exactly one of the issues I had with it was that it was like I wanted them, I wanted a love story between them like really badly, but it, it was like like I it was either like I felt that they should have showed this flashback with the what was happening between them with the threesome you know um i think that just at least would have given a little bit more depth to the story but or 
just have them spending more time together um, and just kind of getting into this deeper relationship. But like the lack of communication was super frustrating because or yeah, Mindy's like, oh, I uh, I got a, a ticket to to New York. And Sarah's like, well, why? And she's like, I, you know, I just I have work and shit to do. And I'm like, and I, and I was like, well, I think it was what Sarah said when she said something like she kind of implied that like Mindy was like a slut or something. And Mindy's like, what do you think of me? You know, and at first she was like kind of laughing about it. But the fact that she immediately bought a ticket home made me go, OK, she was pretty hurt by that, you know, yeah. and that that could be. I think that was probably likely the reason why they didn't talk for so long is maybe maybe Mindy had deeper feelings about the situation and Sarah just made too much of a light of it or she just got like suddenly scared because, you know, Sarah's married and she didn't want to mess with that or I don't know, any number of things. But either way, I, I wanted there to be more development to their relationship and the lack of that it, it it's like what you said it just didn't make the the love um the like relationship between them feel as real as it could have been and that was like and so like the end while i like that it wasn't like it was like kind of a happy ending it was like a little bit bittersweet i didn't mind that so much but it would have been just it just the movie would have been more emotional if there had just been more between them, and I think that it was like we were joking about how it's like the shortest movie we've ever reviewed because <laughs> it's like Even one Mike, hour. Mike actually <laughs> said that he said like this this might be the shortest movie you, yeah. like, you've ever watched or yeah. something. I mean, we're gonna be. It's probably our episode might be even longer than the actual movie <sighs> at this point, but uh, we like it, it's it's just there's just something left to be desired about this film and I wanted more and I didn't get more and I think that if they had spent like 20 more minutes just exploring their relationship that could have really been a huge benefit to the film you know yeah well I think I think you're right I, I totally agree with you when they're when they're sitting at the diner uh, Sarah sort of implies that Mindy is much more sexually liberated and probably sleeps with a lot more people and but I also kind of forgot that Sarah was married. And so what happened between them? Like, she cheated on her husband. And yeah, he's he's never around. And yeah, they're probably going to separate very soon. And they do. But they're still, <laughs> like, at that point, they couldn't be together. Like, what right. they were doing was having some sort of illicit affair, even if it was just for one weekend. Right, right. And so... Although I, Sarah, I, I kind of had my suspicions that her husband was likely sleeping with other people. It's possible. It, it, it's def definitely possible. Like the, yeah. the movie never addresses it, but, um, but I think that Mindy, I think they both had romantic feelings for each other. And I wish that they would explore maybe why they did more. Cause it can't just be because, Oh, I'm, I'm really good friends with this person. Like that's not really how it works, you know? Um, and, but I think that Mindy was in it. Like, she wanted to be with her. Yeah. And Sarah offended her. She really hurt her feelings because she implied that Mindy just casually sleeps around a little bit. And then that scene where they're standing at the gas station and Mindy's like, I'm I'm leaving. I thought that this would be a perfect time for Sarah to speak up and to say, 
because Sarah said at the diner, like, I'm very confused because she didn't know. She didn't think she loved her husband anymore, but she wasn't sure and she didn't know what to do. And that's totally acceptable. Like, that's well, makes totally sense. normal, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, in given the situation. Um, and then, but she didn't regret sleeping with Mindy. And then at the gas station, like, that was a perfect opportunity for Sarah to speak up and to say, I think I probably really hurt your feelings today, and I didn't mean to, and I, I would like to talk about this more with you. But she didn't. And I think that that's believable and well done, because I think so many times it's really hard to have those conversations, because that conversation in particular meant mega changes. Like, either she's going to have to leave her husband and tell him, look, we need to get a divorce, which is not easy because it's, she didn't seem like she had a job. So it seemed like he was making enough money to sort of keep her and they have a kid together, which is not easy. Right. And, and so there's this mess of just her being married. Mm -hmm. Um, but she didn't speak up and, and it was angering, but I can see why, because she's, she's insecure. She's a spectator in her own life. Like she, she's very, like she's lonely and she's sort of collapsing in on herself. And, and I think that that's, really interesting and i would have if they're going to explore the romance aspect like they did in the movie they needed a lot more to justify not having a conversation at that point yeah and i know that like it was a thing that happened between friends and maybe it was awkward except they did talk never, about yeah, it a it little never bit. It didn't like, feel awkward. It didn't feel awkward to me either. Yeah, and it wasn't even like the type of situation where they're just making like a drunken mistake. You know, it was like clearly... Mm-hmm. And it was very sweet and stuff. And it's just... But yeah, I, I felt very frustrated because I wanted so much more and I didn't get it, you know? And it was like, yeah. damn. I, I, I just... I think I wish that it would just been about friends that are growing apart and and their respective lives and so then three years later she's invited to to Sarah's to Mindy's Sarah Mindy's is invited wedding, to yeah. Mindy's wedding and the little girl Jessie is now six which I think that they use sisters for the the two girls oh maybe because they both had the same last name oh okay. and I was like and also they looked a lot like they looked so much alike that i was like either that was a fantastic <laughs> casting cho- like that was an amazing casting yeah. choice because i've seen so many movies where you like see the kid as like a little kid and then you see them as an adult and you're like but who is this guy oh it's the kid <laughs> well why did that's not right <laughs> you know like you just like you're like did you even try to find <laughs> someone that looked like the adult you know what i mean anyway um but uh yeah i think that they were their sisters in in real life because they both had the same last name and um but i have to say so the guy that plays uh the guy that plays leaf was in the show blacklist and i hated his character he had a, he had a so really crazy much. 90s haircut going <laughs> he on he did i liked him in this movie i think the reason i did it well actually i know the reason i didn't like him in blacklist is because he played kind of a bad guy he was kind of an antagonist and he's got like these big eyes and he looked like too innocent to play that character <laughs> and so the entire, like yeah like the entire time i was like okay yeah right like you did that you know what i mean and i couldn't get on board and also he was like married to the lead woman and and I liked the character, but the actress was just like, why are people casting her in stuff? She is not 
good. She oh. cannot act. She can't emote. That's hmm. the problem. It was, I'm, I just like, I feel like I need to just go on like a second rant here because it was so frustrating because I really liked the blacklist and James Spader's in it. And James Spader's awesome and I love his stuff. But seeing this actress like not being able to barely act was like, it just, it killed it for me. And I stopped watching because I was like, I don't like her. I don't care about her character. I don't care what happens to her because the the actress can't act. She can't emote. Like so, it's like why why are you giving me like you're not giving me any reason to care about your character because you can't act. Like it's like you know what I mean. And also the guy, I was just like, I was like, try to not be a villain next time. <laughs> there, one quick, real quick. There's an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine where uh, Andy Samberg's watching. Um, like a nature documentary and he sees like a rhino give birth and he's like eating like popcorn and he goes ew come out of an egg next time <laughs> that sounds like you i know jeez <laughs> <laughs> it's totally me <laughs> i liked leaf i liked how they i did and too mike he seemed like he was sweet mike pointed this out as well that they they went out, the movie went out of its way to show that Sarah was was marrying somebody who was like full of like he was Mindy. Sub, sorry, Mindy was marrying somebody full of substance with a good family yes, yeah. and a good situation. So it wasn't it her she was actually quite different than Sarah implied when they were sitting at the diner than what you might have anticipated because right. she was kind of flirting with that guy at the rodeo and you thought like oh because at first I thought Sarah was kind of pissed because Mindy was probably gonna go sleep with this guy and then Sarah's gonna be like great I've been abandoned by my friend for you know an hour and a half or something right. and then but then. And like Sarah or Mindy didn't sleep with the guy. She she left with Sarah when Sarah said she was tired. And so that's another like mark on the side of like Mindy is not like this. And I think she really did want to be with Sarah. But all the reasons that we discussed, right. they, they couldn't be together at that time. And then, so she's marrying into this good. It's a. It sounds like it's a fast relationship, but not bad. It sounds like yeah. it's, it's a good well, situation like mother, for her. You like the mother, like she yeah. immediately helps with Jesse. She's like, a, like, and they're talking about like losing um, the husband. You know, the husband passing away, and she was talking about how she missed him, and it was just like, yeah. So you're like, you're immediately like, okay, kindred spirits. Like you, you can connect with this family. You're like, I get it. I would also want to be maybe part of that family if I was, you know, yeah, yeah. And um, it's just good. And yeah and like leaf was like to, he's like oh, i'll take care of jesse not a problem like and i was like that's nice of him to do that you yeah. know yeah so it seemed like it seemed like they were good people like there was never any sort of instance where you want mindy to necessarily like leave her fiance or anything for sarah because right. he's just a nice guy so it's like right a, and you, you see yeah. that she she's not flippant like she's not maybe she's had more partners than sarah but she's not like flippant in the way where she is like just randomly sleeping with people the way sarah might have implied right right she's she's stable she's more stable than it seems and well and also i feel like that statement is not really fair because you're a different person when you're 24 versus when you're in college like when you're in college you're suddenly free of your parents and you've got like all this, like you have all this freedom. And so you're like, well, I'm going to live it up. I'm going to party it up. And, um, and, and then you kind of grow older and you kind of go, well, you know, maybe I'm not like really into that lifestyle anymore. You know, it's like, it's kind of like old or it's whatever. Um, and I feel like Sarah saying that statement to Mindy was just, it was just inconsiderate. It was rude. It was like, cool, we slept together, and now you're calling me a slut. Cool. 
thanks. Mm-hmm. Love you too. You know, yeah. Like, and I think they both had uh, defense mechanisms big time. in that regard. Like, I don't think it came out the way Sarah intended it to come out. I think I understood kind of what Sarah meant. She's like, oh, I'm yeah, married. No, me too. Me too. Yeah. I don't sleep with different partners because I have. I'm married. You know, but there was also this emotional component and it came out a little bit wrong. And, and then she never made any, ex- like, any move to try to fix the situation. Right, right. But neither one of them Because that would have did. eaten me alive. Like, if I had said that and I had hurt a friend's feelings, especially someone I, well, a, well, a romantic. A romantic, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. would have been like, I am so sorry. What I said was completely unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that was mean. That was rude of me. I, I, I apologize. And I, and I'd be like, if you want to leave, go, but I would love for you to stay, you know? Yeah. Like, there's, but at the same time, she has a husband. So I can see why there's just this, like, layer upon layer of why they didn't communicate at that time. But then three years go by of no communication. And I don't really, and this is one of the problems I had with the romance and another reason why I think the romance should just be taken right out because at that point, if sh- if they do love each other like that, there's no reason why they can't be together. Like, no character at any time and ever in the movie, like, said anything about distaste for gay people or homosexual relationships or anything. Nobody, that never came up. It just seemed like they couldn't be together because of circumstances, but I didn't think that that was strong enough because if if that's yeah. cer- like if you love each other so much or like the day of your wedding you're going off with this person and like kissing by the side kissing, of a lake and, and yeah. you're like making out the night before at the club like there's something here that you need to take care of and you shouldn't get married maybe you know and that, that's and what so I was thinking too yeah there's nothing in their lives that's barring them at that point besides just like you know crappy i mean it would be crappy to tell somebody like i'm leaving you on our wedding day because i'm in love with somebody else that sucks that's shitty right. yeah and, exactly. and yeah. like obviously she's sarah is separated from her husband so they're on the road to a divorce it sounds like and, and understandably so <laughs> it makes sense like i was wondering when that like when the second act started i was like are they still living like the travel husband no, life? I was because that, that would too. be awful but and then when someone's so, like how's your husband she's like oh well we're separated i was like thank god i mean yeah. like that was a terrible relationship yeah and so i i think like i don't know and i asked mike this because i there's something a little bit far-fetched in the movie that i i personally couldn't really get on board with but he put it into an interesting perspective. So my question was, and I'll ask you, and then I'll tell you his answer. But um, so I don't think there's anybody in my, I mean, I know for a fact right now, 100%, there's nobody in my life where I would, if, if somebody came into my life right now, I wouldn't be like, I want to be with you. And I would, I, I'm leaving Mike for this person because I love you. Right. There's nothing really that could come in that would make me be like, let's go out into the forest and gaze at each other (laughs) who cares what my partner does you know like that right that's not something that into the forest and gaze at each other (laughs) it wouldn't happen i can't think of any person who could do that there isn't one and so i asked him that question like is there somebody like do you think not is there somebody i said do you think that's possible that that could happen because i was i found it a little bit far-fetched that sarah just showing up could cause Mindy to sort of like rearrange things and, and sort of question things. And, and I don't know, like that much time that has passed and you've sort of like fallen in love again and you have somebody and he's a good guy. It's a good relationship. It looks good. There's no, they don't seem to have any problems. We don't see problems. 
they they seem very affectionate with each other and they they seem to love each other so i found that a little weird and that's one of the reasons why i also thought like i said the romance should be taken out because it didn't seem strong enough to me that what happened between them and that at that road trip would cause such an uproar in mindy's life i agree and so there's more like mike gave me an interesting answer that i think shed some light on it a little bit not necessarily anyway and i want to know what you think like do you think that's possible that somebody could come into your life if you were in love with somebody else are you talking about like me specifically what are your thoughts so i think that's definitely possible i could see um if it was a situation where um I guess like if I had, you know, a connection with them or we repeatedly had like a like moments together and there was like something there between us. And sure, definitely if we slept together, too, because that would add a lot. I mean, that, you know, that brings up all these brain chemicals and stuff like that really like affects your brain chemistry. So I think it's I think it's definitely possible. Um, I would say that if there is no one currently in my life that that would happen to. Um, my past relationships, no. If they came back into my life, I'd just be like, you just need to go. Like, you're not part of this anymore, you know? So that, so I I, I guess it would just depend, you know? Mm-hmm. What, did, what did he say? That's kind of what Mike said, and that makes a lot of sense to me, because he said, he said that over the three years, Mindy has sort of moved on. Right. She found life. She had life again. She found life. She fell in love with this guy. and But Sarah didn't move on. So he didn't think... He thought it was totally possible for somebody who never stopped thinking about the other person. And so that makes sense for Sarah to me. Like yeah. She never stopped thinking about Mindy. And so it makes sense that everything would be just like reawakened. Also, she doesn't have anybody in her life, you know? Well, and also, I think that Mindy was showing a life full of possibilities that were not the life that she had with her husband you know and and like a life where there's affection there's physical affection there's romantic you know there's you know romance and stuff like that which she's not getting with her husband because her husband's like i'm too stuck up my own butt to like try and fucking ask my boss if i can get some fucking time off to see my fucking wife and child like you know and and uh like there's obviously a lack of caring on his end because he's like i can't just ask my boss if i can see my wife and child like i was like what you know what? You tell your boss to go fuck himself if he's going to be an <laughs> asshole like that. Like honestly, like this is, you know, like you are not a slave to your boss. You are an, a person who is their own, you know, life outside of work. So if you can't ask for time off to see your kids, then maybe it's time to get a, li- a different job. Yeah, <laughs> you know unless I mean? you like being away from your wife and kids. Well, and I think that was like he did. that's yeah, I think so too because yeah. if he did not, he would People who want to spend time with you will make the time to spend with you. And if they don't, they won't. And that's it. It's simple as that. You mm-hmm. know, it's, I mean, it's not as simple as that, but you get what I mean. Yeah. So, so he said the same thing. Like, where yeah, it's, you were just like, and like, and so that makes sense. Like Sarah never stopped thinking about Mindy, but I think 
Mindy maybe almost didn't stop thinking about Sarah that much same. either. Yeah. Like she moved on, but she didn't move on at the same time. And so that makes a little bit more sense. Like I can see how maybe those feelings for them would spring up again. Even though I feel like the movie isn't strong enough in those feelings for me to believe it. Yeah. I could yeah. see how it could it could happen. But I also could see how you know she has moved on she has fallen in love with somebody else and so there's these feelings coming up that are confusing because they never dealt with what happened when it happened see i think the thing is that they should have made the road trip longer more stuff should have happened and then like romantically and then they should have had the wedding in the future Mm -hmm. and like more stuff could have happened romantically and then Sarah could have said that thing to Mindy and Mindy goes, you know what? I'm out of here. Like, you're not going to insult me, um, which is understandable. But <clears throat> it, it's I again, I really like the romance and I wish there was more of it. But I also totally agree with you because there's just not enough where it's like either you need to choose one path or the other. You either need to push more romance into it or you need to take it away and just have it be about friendship. Mm-hmm. But then but then you need more if you're going to have it just be about friendship because there's like then like what's really holding them together you know what i mean well i like i think i like the idea of it just being about friendship because i can see the the second half of the movie working just fine without any of the romance because like i said here are these two women who were probably as close as sisters when they were in college and they were best friends And then here's Sarah coming into Mindy's life again. And Mindy has another maid of honor, another like person she calls her best friend, even though Sarah's like her best friend, but they haven't really been, you know, they're just growing it. They're drifting apart. And Sarah isn't included in the fun stuff before the, like the day before the wedding. She's included. And like Mindy comes to her, uh, hotel room drunk and be like i thought we would drink and have fun but really she just like passed out she, she right, wasn't right she didn't, they didn't well in the end she's like i came last night to hang out with yeah. you but it's like but did you like like we're not like in in all of that could happen if you're just like uncomfortable around each other because you used to be so comfortable but now you're not you right, know it's right. like those wistful conversations between people who are uncomfortable with each other and and so i i think and then then they finally go to the like they have like the bachelorette party and which seems bonkers to me to have a wild party the night before your wedding i I don't understand that either i'm like so you're what all hung over the next day while you're getting married like her mom even was like you look terrible like you you, like your face is gonna be puffy and swollen mm -hmm. and you just had a bunch of alcohol like like, yeah you you drink a lot of beers you're gonna have to go to the bathroom all morning (laughs) like you're you're gonna just want to sleep but you have to get up at 8 30 to get your hair done like it's not uh, so so i think like but then when sarah started drinking and she sort of loosened up a lot and then they had a good time and she like meshed in with the new friends and and, yeah and i don't like her new friends friends, were fun i like them were they watching them kiss at the club i don't know i thought that they had to have seen that i thought that that was weird too i liked um People I liked, don't forget. <laughs> no, I liked Brooklyn Decker's character. She's the blonde. Yeah, she's blonde. She's in a uh, uh, Grace and Frankie, um, and her character just she's okay. I could take her or leave her, but um, she like just like the, <laughs> the jokes that she would tell. I was like, girl, <laughs> like that is a little too much, you know. But um, I thought she was funny. I think she did a she was funny in that role. Uh, but yeah, I was wondering that too. Like, 
There's like they're just like making out at they're at the bar. It's not like they're in yeah. a little like private like right you know corner or anything. They're like at the bar like making out, and no one's like, "Hey, girls, what you doing?" Yeah, and one of the, like one of them was <laughs> Leaf's sister, and she wasn't like, oh, "Aren't you marrying my brother tomorrow?" Because it looks like you're making out with somebody else. Yeah, it, and it counts because I would go to my brother and be like, "Ah, uh, you will not believe what I saw last yeah. night, and you might want to rethink your relationship with Mindy." Just saying. <laughs> um, I I have something. Okay, I, I wrote it down, but I remember it because it it was bugging me. It was like it kind of like earworming into my brain. Um, there is a line that was like had what I felt had so much like s- like so much more behind it, but was never um, really explored. And that was when. She's Mindy is out to lo- or breakfast with her mom, and her mom goes, "Why are you doing it?" And Mindy's like, "Say it, say what you're asking me." And she goes, "Why are you getting married?" And I was like, "What a weird thing to say." Yeah, and I wonder, and like, and it felt like there was like, does Mindy have a history of getting engaged, and then she calls it off? Like, like it just it seemed like there was so much more behind that sentence. And they never get into it. And I was just like, what? What do you mean by that? What? Tell me more. You know what I mean? And I I felt really frustrated by that because I was like, that's kind of a huge thing to say to someone and then just never mention it again or never get into it. Yeah, I thought very, very similarly to you. Side note, that's Rosanna Arquette. And she was the inspiration. Oh, my God, I didn't recognize her. She was, I heard her say this on an interview. I'm not making up. She was the inspiration for Toto's Rosanna. Rosanna. And so. I love Rosanna, that song. It's such a great song. It's a great song. And so. All I want to do when I wake up in the morning is see your eyes again. Rosanna. <laughs> okay. Rosanna. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. So I thought that that was another example of how the movie just needed, like you said, like 30 minutes more. Just I, throughout I, the movie. So, so I hate to say it, I can't believe I did not recognize her. I knew she looked so familiar, but I couldn't think of who she was. <laughs> I was like... It's like, and I don't, I don't it's know. It's just why, Rosanna Arquette. I don't know why I didn't look it up either because I, like, I know who Rosanna Arquette is. I've seen no plenty of her movies. I, I believe but you. You don't have to keep, you don't have to, I believe you, Lauren. Yeah, I believe I've you. always been more of a fan of Patricia, so, yeah. So, yeah, I thought that they could have, like, what did, was your, was, was the mother, like, was Mindy's husband, Mindy's husband, Mindy's father, really crappy father. Right. Was, is, is marriage something that they, like never wanted before it was like i agree with you like that line was really heavy why would her mom be so against it yeah. especially since the family is so nice and you you know you know that they haven't had much communication so the mother hasn't really experienced the family that right. she's marrying into but it's still like i i don't know i didn't understand either i thought that was a really heavy conversation and it seemed kind of tropey to me like a little yeah. bit too easy to have some sort of antagonistic conversation about like oh your parent doesn't approve of what you're doing but i like we never found out why right so it's yeah it, it's well and also like she mindy's talking about how she doesn't get along with her mom and her mom's immediately antagonistic when she gets in the car she's like oh the the ride was dread or the plane ride was dreadful you know everyone was coughing and i had to sit and coach and i was like oh poor you like you know what i mean it was it was so you kind of 
immediately are like, all right, well, you'll be fine. I think, right. you'll be, you know, like yeah. you don't really feel sorry for her. Um, so you can understand maybe why Minnie doesn't get along with her mother, but then is there more to it than that? And that's exactly yeah. where I feel like that line, why are you getting married, was so like, is it felt vital, but then nothing came of it. So I was left wondering, like, she doesn't get along with her mom. We don't know why she doesn't get along with her mom. Is she closer to her dad? Is her dad alive? Like, you know, it's like, what, like, what is going on? Is, mm-hmm. is her dad not even in the picture? Was he never in the picture? You know what I mean? There's just so much more. And it's either like, you just don't include that line in it, or you explain what happened, what, why that is the way it is. Like, all you need is a couple lines of dialogue. That's mm-hmm. it to explain that. But if you can't do that and if you can't put in the time or the effort into doing that, then just don't include that line because it leaves so many more unanswered questions that I'm like, please tell me what that meant. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. There was another line that I felt similarly uh, because uh, Jesse, the little girl, when she found out that Leaf's dad died, she said like, I would never stop crying. So the implication is that she loves her dad and I wonder, is he a good father to her? Or does she just have that natural love for a father that kids have before it's sort of like... Before you realize that it. your dad's shitty. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I think that there was like, there needed to be a little bit more of that too. Because what we saw was that the girl never saw her father. Right. But I know that kids sort of naturally love their parents for a little while. Until, until they you grow know, up and they realize that they're shitty parents. Yeah. 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 And so I, I was wondering about that too. Because I thought it was a really sweet thing for for a little kid to say but the movie is so scant and it's so intimate where there's not it doesn't allow many characters to come into it right so you never get that picture and i would have liked maybe a little bit more dialogue or picture of the relation like maybe he was a terrible husband but he's an okay father and that's right also would also like add to the loneliness of sarah where like her husband prefers the kid even you know yeah yeah and it's just and I think that the movie missed an opportunity because I think it was almost there. Like, it was on the precipice of being a really beautiful exploration of loneliness. Leave the romance out. Just make it about this lonely character, which is not even that egregious. She's not egregiously lonely. It's not like she's living on a mountain somewhere. It's She's surrounded by people who just nobody cares enough about her not even mindy like mindy doesn't even care enough about her you know she doesn't even sarah doesn't even care enough about herself you know yeah and so i think that that's why i think that in this instance the romance muddied the waters too much i can i can see where you're coming from um i i really like the romance and i wish there was more of it and i so to me i would have preferred more romance i but it just it's like what you said like it's there's like just a scant amount of information so there's not really a build-up and and i felt like this had this movie felt like it had the bones to be a beautiful movie but not the flesh to be a beautiful movie you mm-hmm. know what i mean more nudity <laughs> yes exactly that's exactly what i know i know what you mean, I know what you mean. yeah it's it, too it's too simple like yeah make another need to be make it three acts i think that's why three acts are like the standard because it's you know you need you need like an interlude you need explanation you need exposition and yeah it it, it felt like it was and i remember like the end like they're just like you know leaf and and mindy are leaving and they're smiling and she looks really happy and i'm happy that she looks happy but i i it like just ended and i went what that's it i was like out loud i said that i was Mm -hmm. like excuse me 
no, you are not done telling the story. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's another thing that I, that another, just another notch on the wall of why I didn't want the romance was because, uh, did you ever see, that was my cup making the noise. Did you ever see La La Land? You can put, you can put it back on there. So I'm okay. sure it's fine. Um, no, I did not. I, I didn't really want to see it. Well, it has like a, ter- I hate the ending. The ending is so dumb. And I think you've told me that she ends up with, what's somebody else but she her and ryan gosling's name tom everett scott but yeah. her and so her and ryan gosling have this heart-to-heart conversation and she says something like i think i'm always gonna love you and he's like i think i'm always gonna love you too and i'm like well why don't you guys just be together then right like that's a i think it's a normal emotion to feel if you're gonna love somebody always but there's I didn't think there was enough behind their like little breakup to make them break up. Like, don't break right. up. You don't have to break right, up. If right. you, you know, like you just don't. And 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 so I thought that the the ending of La La Land was kind of a cop out to be like, isn't love bittersweet? But that there wasn't just wasn't enough. You know. Mm. And I feel like this movie wanted to have that same feeling because it had them like wandering off before she got married, before her nuptials. Uh, and they and they say the same thing to each other. She's like, nups. <laughs> she's like, I'm always going to love you or something. You know, they say that same thing to each other about always going to love each other. And I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I don't want these lovers to be together. I don't. There's nothing here. There's no substance to their romance. I think it's weird for them to say that to each other because I think you're looking for the emotion that La La Land was trying to get and e- this movie just didn't make it. Right. And so I wanted it to just be this story about friends becoming friends again but also about sarah sort of like being okay at the end like i wanted to know like mindy i think is always gonna be okay i think so too no matter what mindy's okay um and she's happy with her new husband and they love each other and that's good and i i i wanted it to be a more decisively happy end cuz i think it was a happy ending for sarah cuz she got maybe some closure for the from the mindy situation but not like it wasn't a powerful enough story for me to be like this is mindy's yeah. coming of age almost you know it was kind of like well now she still has to like leave with her kid and she's still in the same boat wait sarah's coming of age sarah's coming of age sorry i get them <laughs> anyway and so I just wanted it to be more like make it more uh, Sarah growth centric, yeah, and less romance and, and friendship centric and less romance because then I think you could, like you said, actually like flesh out a really good story, yeah. And uh, also something that really bothered me that I want to make sure I bring up is that these are grown women and every drink of alcohol they took, they acted like they were drinking like rubbing alcohol and i'm like alcohol's not gross like you don't have to act like it's burning you like they're sitting and drinking and getting drunk and they're like 57th drink they're having the same reaction as their first drink and that makes me feel like they're they like neither one of them have ever drank alcohol before because <laughs> that's my reaction every time i drink alcohol but i also hardly ever drink well except for like wine it's like hard liquor or beer i don't like beer yeah but this is, uh, it just wasn't believable to me right, it w- right like also or just spend more money on alcohol if that's your reaction to alcohol then pay a little bit more so you For don't have that reaction <laughs> yeah. because you know there's like i don't know it was weird they drank 
too much. Also, you don't drink that much. No, I, they I drink, don't really drink much They drink much at too all. much yeah. to make those faces every time. And I... Alcohol, actually, there's too much, like, wine doesn't really do it, but, um, like, stronger, like, liquors, I think there's too much sugar in there, and it actually makes me sick. And I'm, like, everyone's like, well, alcohol makes everyone sick. No, it makes me sick, like, within the first couple well, sips. liquor from the bottle doesn't usually have a lot of sugar in it. I mean, unless you get flavored vodka or something, but, like, tequila, something, gin, that's, that's not, that's not, like, sweet, unless you're doing mixed drinks. It's... That, I don't know what it is. There's something about it that, like, unless there's, uh, like, if I get a mixed, like, it has to be a mixed drink. If I get a mixed drink, I usually ask, just, like, don't put as much in because it just, it makes me sick, like, almost right away. You know, like, I just get yeah, queasy. Yeah, I, don't like, and, I like, don't like sweetness with with alcohol either. Oh, I love sweetness with alcohol. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I don't know. It, my body just doesn't, it, it just makes acts, sense. It no, acts it makes weird sense. towards it. Yeah, it, it just totally doesn't. It totally makes sense. It roils up your stomach. Yeah. Right. No, it, I get it. it. And I get I it. I mean, I, I don't really like the feeling of being drunk either. Um, it, it just, there's something, like, I just feel kind of icky. It's just not a good feeling for me. Right. It's like, yeah. I don't, like, I, I would, I would like to drink more sometimes, you know, like, but there's just, it's just not, it's not appealing. It's not, I'm not a big drinker, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do like wine a lot though. Yeah. Wine, wine is my go-to for sure. Sweet, sweet wine. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I just, it, that bothered me that they're the faces they made. I would always be like, geez, if you I spend a couple more dollars, that. like spend, that. spend five more dollars, you probably won't be making that face. <laughs> I didn't notice that at all. So oh. it's funny, but I even said it when we were watching, I was like, is everything they're drinking gross? <laughs> It felt like I I wanted to really, really like this movie. I really did. And I felt like if there was more, if there was more information or more communication or like just more in general, I would have liked it a lot more. But, and I know I'm saying that word a lot, but it's true. And because there wasn't, it just, I was kind of like, eh, it's fine. I don't really ever want to watch it again, you know? But other than that, it's... I wanted so much more, and I didn't get it. And that felt... Like, it just felt flat, you know? It was... it was. It's like watching a movie adaptation of a, a video game. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you want it to be great, but there's a possibility that it won't be, because, you know... Or a movie adaptation about books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like The Lovely Bones. About the magic school. talked about... <laughs> The magic school. You've never even read the books. You don't even know what you're talking about. Just hush. <laughs> hush. I really like. Hush. I really like. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's from that's from disenchantment. She like the the mom of the the princess goes. She's like, Shh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Shh, you're safe now. You're safe now. <laughs> Why are you so good looking? <laughs> My dad was oh, a weatherman. <laughs> there was a line. I thought of a line from The Lost City that I wanted to talk about last week and I oh, forgot. No. But it was when, so her and Channing Tatum were talking and she was saying something and, and he, he started saying something to her and she's like, are you mansplaining mansplaining to me? I can't mansplain because yes. I'm a woman. And he's like, well, I think you can because women can do anything men can do. I fucking love Alan. <laughs> Alan is like... I was thinking who was I thinking of? I was thinking of it was like Greg from American Housewife because I fucking love Greg he's perfect Alan and then Ray Fiend's character from the Kingsman I was like if all these combined they would be 
the most perfect man ever. <laughs> and I was like, that's it. That's him just standing in front of me. He's perfect. What does he look like? I Michael don't know. Fassbender. <laughs> he looks like Michael Fassbender. Hey, babe. 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 Michael. <laughs> I, I think like I like. We have a whole inside aspect. joke about Michael Fassbender. Yeah, we do have an inside joke. And that's where it's going to stay. Um, Inside. I, I think I, I really liked... If I pretend that the romance stuff just wasn't... I really I think that the, the... I liked the stories about Sarah. And I even liked Mindy. Like I think all of them did a really good job. Um, even the little girl, how she was kind of like bringing them together at the wedding. Yeah. You know, and um, and just... It was... I think it's a, it's a really beautiful movie about sarah's story and emotion and the depth of emotion but i think that it's it's missing the mark a lot as well so i didn't hate it and um i was expecting to like it a little bit more as well because i was expecting that it was going to be a little bit full more full than it was yeah and i think that they missed a lot of opportunities because maybe trying to make it a little bit more artistic than it needed to be yes and i, 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 I got that vibe big time artistry can happen like you don't have to try for artistry because i think if you would have made a, a movie with a little bit more communication, a little bit more dialogue, a little bit more exposition, not a ton more, just a little bit more. It still could be, it still would be beautiful because the, like I the, agree. the color yeah. scheme that they use is really pretty and just, you know, the like the pastel are, and yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. pretty. And, and so I think that maybe trying too hard to make a quiet movie, you made it too quiet. And so, but I liked it. I didn't dislike it. I just, I just wish that it had really gone the distance with the like, the loneliness aspect and the insecure aspect and the friendship aspect. I think there's so much more to explore there than just making them be romantic with each other. Yeah. I think part of it too, is if the um, child wasn't in it, I would have been, yeah. Like I, I was thinking you probably hated the child. I didn't hate her, but I definitely find myself tending to not really like movies that have kids in them um it it depends it totally depends and um same with like tv shows because like again i like american housewife and there's a bunch of kids in that um and um i was gonna say bob's burgers and i was like well no they're all played by adults it's not really the same thing (laughs) it's in their cartoon so it's like not yeah but um but no, I, I have a tendency to not like movies that have to do with children. I just, it's just not my, it's not my jam. I don't, I don't just don't like particularly care about watching like a child's journey unless it's like a really well done one. But uh, with this, I think they probably could have taken Jesse out and still had her be a very lonely, um, insecure character. And I think they could have included more. Uh, like romance and I know that you're kind of like if eh, about the romance or you want it you didn't really care so much about it but to me it was important and it was just it was upsetting that there wasn't more in it you know there wasn't more of a development between them and I think it would have been a good movie if there yeah. was more romance as well I'm not saying it shouldn't have it at all but I, I think it would be a more unique and powerful movie without the romance but I think with more romance it would have it wouldn't have missed the mark as right. much as it did. So I think yeah. it could have been just as just as good of a movie with the romance, just different good. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, though, I, I think that a lot of women um, anchor themselves to their children in an mm-hmm. unhealthy way. 
And um, I liked how in this movie... Remember, wait, one sec. Remember how we were talking about um, that particular email address that was like so-and-so's mom? Yeah, yeah. And we were like... like, It was like Adam's mom at Hotmail.com or something. Yeah, it was Andre's mom. But um, it was just like, are you... Like, is that... Like, to me, and I'm... You know, I... This is going to sound really bad, and I want to apologize beforehand, but I just have to say it. But I, I think that, like, there's seems to be, like, a lot of women out there who kind of just, like, their entire, like, identity or personality is kind of, like, through their kids. And it just makes me sad because I'm like, well, you're your own person with thoughts and feelings. And so if all you are is Andre's mom, then, like, what is what more is there to you well what do you do when andre goes to college what do you do? yeah what do yeah. you do when andre gets married are you gonna sabotage his marriage because he's not like the mo- the wife is not just like you are you like, i don't know that's a little like monster and lush but um well i i just yeah well it, it's it's frustrating to me i think like i liked that this movie i think the kid had to be in it because otherwise i feel like sarah would have looked there wouldn't have it wouldn't have explained her i don't think it would have what am i trying to say i feel like jesse had to be in the movie to properly portray the uh withdrawal that sarah is experiencing with just everything around her that's true and i think what i meant to say was like yeah women unhealthily i think mamas that's like a big thing now is mamas unhealthily anchor themselves to their children and i think that that's you're supposed to love your children. You're supposed to raise your children. I'm not, you know, yeah. like I, I, you know, love your children, take care of your children, make and your obviously children. That's not every you know, woman does yeah, that, but, but, but y- yeah. I think that there are women who, um, maybe, you know, their relationship with their husband gets strained because when you have children, I know that it's, it can be hard sometimes to keep that relationship up, but it, it, it just keeps getting more and more strained. And so children sort of become this wom- women's identity. But I liked how in this movie, Jesse didn't really become Sarah's identity. Jesse was just all Sarah had, and that was extra sad. Like, yeah, because I don't know. Did you ever see The Lost Daughter? It's a Netflix movie with Olivia Coleman. Like, that showed like the darker side of motherhood. How yeah, sometimes kids are super shitty and they do oh, shitty yeah. things. Like, and we need to talk about Kevin. Did you ever see that one? Well, no, it's not about like serial killer children. It's about children who like mass murder. They like <laughs> throw a matchbox car and it hits you in the eye, and oh, you know God. what I mean. Like, if you babysat for any period of time, you can see like the shittiness of children. Oh my God, so, speaking, I have a so horror I, story about babysitting. If okay. you want to hear it, <laughs> go. No, keep going. No, tell it. Okay, so I it's. It's probably not even going to sound as bad as it did, but it really creeped me out when it happened. So I um, got, like, I used to babysit a lot when I was younger. I was, like, probably, I don't know, like, 17, 18, whatever. It was, you know, teenage years. And um, this, these people asked me to babysit their kids, never wanted to meet me first, which I thought was really weird because they had gotten a reference from another person but i'm like but you still don't know me even if you have a reference you you don't want me to meet me before yeah i babysit your children and i thought that was really weird and so i met them and my first impression is this dad is super gay (laughs) i just like really got that impression but the son was fucking creepy like future serial killer creepy like i he yelled at me a bunch of times he would like like 
put me down he was like it, it was just so weird like he and even his sisters were like so and so calm down and i was like your sisters are younger than you and they're telling you that you're like like acting this stuff and it became very clear to me that they have had a lot of babysitters probably because of their child Mm -hmm. and i every now and then i think about this kid and i go man i wonder how he turned out because he like i cannot explain to you just the vibes that i got from this child i never babysat for them again i was gonna say i would never i would never babysit and they also only paid me seven dollars for three kids what and it was like for like probably five hours or they something no you. like seven uh, per dollars per oh, hour, per hour. Okay. but it was still pretty low but that yeah like my at that time my uh, it was like it was like eight dollars for one kid and then it was like it goes up per kid so like 10 for two and then like you know like 12 or 11 for three and they only gave me seven and she called me back like a bunch of times and i was like no nuh-uh. yeah and part of me as I think if this had happened to me now, I would have been like, like, uh, ma'am, this might really offend you, but you might want to get your son into therapy because there's something wrong with him. You know, like, and I would have I mean, been... I they live with him. They probably know something's <laughs> up. <laughs> I, you know, though, I don't... Maybe... I don't know because they seem like they were pretty like they were like really giggly and like flirty towards each other even though I was like I was like got serious gay vibes from the dad and just it very much struck me as a type of like maybe they weren't as concerned about their kids safety because they met me with they they didn't even want to meet me it was just the whole thing was very weird and it really really creeped me out and I was like never ever again am I gonna babysit for these people yeah the girls were great the boy I like honest to God, I would not be surprised if I and I don't remember his name, so I don't but it's been long enough where it's probably been I mean, close to twenty years where he's definitely old enough now where he could be in trouble for doing something, you know. But it, it like it I cannot it it was like no, this this kid had something seriously wrong with him and it was like I was like, okay, <laughs> like, no, I'm good. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, I, I think I, near the end of my babysitting run, I pretty much only babysat for like one or two families and everybody else who called, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> yeah. I, so after a while it was like, oh, you want to go out on Saturday night? So do I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so in the like in the lost daughter like the olivia coleman's character abandons her children she leaves them oh. and so that's the extreme and then there's the other extreme where it's like your children become your identity but i liked that sarah she loved her kids she wasn't like a she she wasn't uh like a mom who didn't care about her kids she took yeah. care of her kids she loved her kid she didn't make the kid her identity though either and and but she also probably could have been a little bit of a better mother i think she she, she uh, when the kid was really small the kid was like they showed her like kind of wandering around i and, noticed that and, too and it made me really nervous but, like every time i was like this child's three but she also had like genuine loving moments with the daughter she never seemed super uh she she got frustrated with the girl but she never seemed like a mother who didn't love her child right it just seemed like kind of like a normal amount of how you would feel about a kid especially so if too. your husband was like totally detached and it was just an awful situation and then when they were when, the, when jesse was a little bit older she kind of let jesse sort of like be off on her own she like at the at the 
engagement party or whatever jesse was kind of like just walking around meeting people and she wasn't hovering and and then and and she's she's such a cute kid too (laughs) yeah and and so i think i liked that i think that jesse had to be there because she had to be an anchor in a different way for sarah I can I can see what you mean. To show like, look, she has this companion who's a six year old child. That's not a good companion. That's not your. It shouldn't be your only companion. But yeah. She also didn't like, like in the movie. What's that movie with Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick? Where, like, um, Anna Kendrick's character is like defined shit, by is her it children. Called? You know, uh, is it a simple I, favor? A simple yeah. Is that a simple is? favor? Is it? I read the book too. Anyway, it, all the I'm movie saying was, was like the book wasn't that great either, actually. But the movie was like, what are we doing here? Yeah, <laughs> this movie was but all I'm saying is I liked had so much promise, and then the end was like, ooh, what you say? <laughs> <laughs> I I liked how how the relationship between Sarah and Jesse was believable, in that Sarah took care of Jesse. Yeah, and and I think that 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 was a good line to to have i guess i could see i i think that well i I have a couple thoughts about that i think that you are not wrong about that and that if she wasn't there then like her companions could have just been people her age and so she maybe would have been less lonely you know but with when you have a kid your life is kind of them especially when they're so young like that yeah um but also there's a part where that kind of broke my heart where she goes jesse do you think i'm a good mommy Mm -hmm. and i was just like that's sad because uh, now she's and it was after she had the conversation with her husband so she's like questioning herself he's maybe making her feel bad you know like well i think she also just wanted somebody to need her yeah you know i think somebody to want like having her around she like wants validation Mm -hmm. you know and she's not getting it because well her kid's three and also it's just you know she has a husband that's just halfway around the world or wherever he is who barely cares like and she's trying to have a conversation with him he's like oh gotta go like hangs up on her and i was like cool yeah thanks buddy Mm -hmm. like we only talk once every week or whatever you know it didn't seem like they talked a lot and um yeah so anyway uh so would you recommend the movie yeah i think i would um I don't think it's a, the greatest movie ever. I think it's, as I've stated multiple times, it's a really good. Uh, it's it has good emotions if you if you watch it about the character emotions. I think that all the actors do a really good job, and it's a it's an interesting story. You know, I, I would recommend it. I think just watch it. In, in it's on Netflix, so it's it's kind of like getting a free movie if you have Netflix. You know, even <laughs> yeah. though you pay for Netflix, it still feels free. So it's. <laughs> You know, it's pretty well, short. Free to us. We have to. We sometimes have to rent movies yeah. from like Amazon but and I mean, stuff. Like, so, <clears throat> like, I feel like if something, if I have to rent something on on Amazon, I'm like, ah, to pay for it. But for some reason, paying for like Hulu, I don't think. Oh, I'm paying for all these movies. I they feel free. I, I don't know. No, I, I understand. <laughs> I get what you mean. I get yeah. what you mean. And um, so, but I, yeah. I think I would recommend it. I think I would just just watch it and, um, yeah. F- see what you see what jumps out at you because what jumped out at me wasn't the romance it was sarah's story and her predicament in life and 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 i and that resonated with me more than anything else and also like the friendship aspect so i think different things jump out to different people and i think that that's an interesting aspect of the movie i agree with that too Mm -hmm. How how about you um i think i would i i think that it has um i think it's a sweet 
film. Um, I really liked uh, Riley Keogh. Keogh? Is it Keogh? Whatever. Either way. I like her, and I like Jenna Malone a lot. Um, so I think it was a great cast. And I think I think that there's a lot of potential in it, and sure that like the lack of potential... Or the, not the lack of potential. I think there's a lot of potential in it and the lack of following that potential bummed me out. But overall, I wouldn't say it is is by any means a bad film. You know, it's it's enjoyable. I enjoyed it for what it was. But for me, there should have been more. But overall, yeah, I'd say I recommend it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Isabella. Thank for you, Isabella. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a crazy ride. <laughs> First there was demolition and I was like, absolutely no, fuck this movie. I fucking hate it. <laughs> and then there's this movie and you know. So uh, Isabella does like remember she does like uh was it Prisoner of Azkaban, I think? That's that is that one? I think that was what she put. Sorry if I'm misquoting you, Isabella, but I think she said her favorite one was Prisoner of Azkaban. Is that the one where we meet Lupin? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was so. funny because I, I have to tell you. So when I, I, as our listeners know, if you listened last week, I bought Sam a wand, a chocolate wand. <laughs> and I ate it that same yes, day. Yes, she did. And, uh, and I was talking to the girl at... Um, I went to a place called Rocket Fizz. That's the one that's right near oh, yeah. Celebrations of the North. And so I was like, I was like, my fr- I just finally got my friend to watch all the Harry Potters, and I was like, she's finally a doctor. And I was like, had this like crazy, like excited look in my eyes, and I was like. And she goes, well, how did she feel about them? And I was like, well, she didn't like some of them. And I was like, <laughs> and I said like, and I was like, excuse me. And I said something about like the third one, like, cause that was my, like one of my favorites. And she's like, and I was like, um, excuse me, the third one, you meet the best character ever, Lupin. <laughs> and she was like, yeah. Oh, so this woman was also in the Harry Potter. Oh, she was I thought time. maybe she was just a captive no, no, audience. She, she was, she oh, okay. was in the Harry Potter too. And she's like, yeah, exactly. And so I was like, I was like, what kind of person doesn't like Lupin? <laughs> Like oh, I like Lupin just fine. I love Lupin so much. But. He's they get so much more into him in the movie or the books, and he's just like, that's who's thinking of. Oh my god! It was it was Alan. It was uh, Orlando Oxford is the character from uh, it's from the Kingsman, and um, it was Lupin. I was thinking that those three would be the perfect oh, man without so. the werewolf part, yeah, preferably. <laughs> Thanks. I I would not like that. Thank you. Anyway, see so you can follow us on Instagram and watch the movies. You can follow us on Facebook and watch the movies. And uh, please follow us on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen because we're here and we like to uh, you know we we like to do this and we like to continue doing this. And you can give us five stars on Spotify and you can also give us five stars on iTunes. And if you would like us to rec- or if you would like to recommend a movie to us, I like can speak, Isabella did, like Isabella did, you. You can do what she did and she emailed us at watchersandmovies at gmail.com or you can give us five stars and iTunes and uh, you know put in what you want us to do we usually do them pretty much within a couple weeks a few weeks and um, and yeah and thank you so much to Mike for our theme music yeah you can find him on Twitter his name is Mike Myers and well on Twitter it's at the Mike show 42 thank you Mike thanks Mike <laughs> We got you. (laughs) Okay. And I think that's it. That's it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.